Now, the wealth protection diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating. Her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. The way we go about business is slowly dying. Connected consumerism says that things are not only changing, but are so radically different that the business models we have today cannot support a much more dynamic approach to the market. Not just a millennial trade anymore, all of us at every age are using iPads, social networks, and phone apps. These tools influence how we make decisions and where we go for information. All of this starts to add up differently from being a traditional customer. The touch points, the screens we use, our expectations, we're becoming more demanding, more informed, and more connected. Enter my guest, Ron Bell, a broker salesperson at Coldwell Banker Select Reno with over 20 years experience and a top listing agent. He has managed the Reno Real Estate Investors Club for over 10 years, and the reason I wanted to chat with Ron today is because he's also a consultant on internet marketing and strategy for the Reno Social Media Group. In fact, Ron is the first person who ever talked to me about YouTube and all the advantages of using social media to grow your business. Welcome, Ron. Thank you, Sherry. So as I mentioned, you know, way back when, I don't know how long ago, and you kept saying YouTube, YouTube, and of course you've been out there utilizing it. And so what do you want to share with our listeners? Because obviously, if you're not on social media, if you're not on YouTube, what's happening? Well, gosh, I hope not too many realtors are listening to this, but <laughs> I don't want to teach my competition how to fish, but I will kind of start with the basics. YouTube, for example, it depends on your business, of course, but a lot of times you want YouTube to be a little rough around the edge, edges. For example, today I'm, I'm filming. We don't have a professional crew in here. We, we want it kind of a little bit rough around the edges for certain kind of businesses because we want them to see your personality. Other business might want a little more polished. Now, the most important thing, and I think you and I talked about this, is make sure it's keyworded properly to your business. You could have the best video in the world. If it's not keyworded, they're not going to find you on the search engine. So it has to be keyworded relative to what they're searching for on the internet for your business. Right. But, it, you know, as a business owner, and again, we don't care if you're a dry cleaner, you're a real estate agent, you're a social media gene, people are out looking for you long before they're going to walk through a door or pick up a phone. Yeah, that's right. And the, <laughs> the great thing about YouTube and blogging, actually, frankly, but especially YouTube's, is they get to see the real you. And I, it's, it's kind of crazy. People call me on this all the time. I mean, my YouTube channel is everything. It's me. It's my kids. It's my dog. It's real estate. It's this. It's that. We talked about Burning Man. There's Burning Man stuff on there. But, you know, they're getting a, a slice of Ron Bell in there, which is nice. But, you know, you can get away with that as a realtor. Again, maybe other companies, they might want it just the company. But with a realtor, you kind 
kind of want to brand yourself as being an individual. Right. Well, it's so funny because the very first YouTube video I ever had is one you recorded of me doing a presentation at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. And I am telling you, every single week, and it seems more of late, certainly because of the you know shift in the economy and real estate investors are getting more active and people are interested in investing again, I get a call going, I saw you on YouTube. And it's a fun video because, I mean, m- mainly you see my knees. Right? (laughs) Because I walk all across the state, but you can hear me, and it's about 45 minutes. And so that theory of everything must be two minutes, I don't buy. But but let's talk about that because it is authentic. It's me, and people obviously watch this longer video because they're interested in the subject. Well, it's obvious you have viral knees, so that's why people are watching it. I mean, yeah, that's that's exactly. You got to look at this lady. Look at these knees, my God! No, seriously. And that's by the way, I think I told you that was the one where I had to go out and get food for the. Oh, I know it. With the Reno, with the Reno Investors Club, I'm marketing, I'm PR, I'm the food guy, I am everything. Speaker sometimes, so you know, like a lot of these clubs. Well. You know, and that one, to come back to keywording, and one of the reasons you're getting so many hits, I actually ran analytics, and I, and I asked the search engines, and that just simply is going to Google Keyword Tool. Nowadays, you need to have an AdWords account. And you and you ask it, what are people looking for to form a corporation in Nevada? So if you'll see that video, I think it is tagged exactly that, how to form a corporation in Nevada. Well, that's what people are searching for. Right. Okay? So, and that's what we feed them. And, you know, yeah, talking about rough around the edges, yeah, that one I didn't even get your head, but honestly, I had to leave the <laughs> room so it was it was one of those deals now we can reshoot shoot that anytime I know. We, it, it's fun but it works <laughs> that's the key for me it works and so you know all of a sudden you know years later and i'm looking at this going my gosh what if intentionally i put up some videos what if as a business owner i intentionally educated my potential prospect or customer with information that's going to help them make a better buying decision well, that's exactly right. I mean, if you, I guess I can, since I got the stage, I can plug my site. I have anywhere from how to repair your credit, how to buy a, a home on the courthouse steps, which has, a, I checked the other day, 17,000 hits, and it's just a silly little thing I made. But part of the reason is it's authentic. When I talk about buying a, court, a house at the courthouse steps, that's talking from experience. I used to go down there when, uh, you know, before the, you know, the, when we had these big investors here in town and there'd be half a dozen of us out there freezing. So I would talk from experience and people like that. And also talk from experience and how to repair credit because, you know, during the correction, I, I lost my own credit. So a lot of it is speaking from experience, no different than when they look at your YouTube video, they go, oh my God, this girl knows what they're talking about. So tell them what they want to hear and then tell them again. Right, right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Ron Bell, who is broker salesperson at Coldwell Banker Select Reno. And even though we're going to talk some real estate, really my goal with Ron, because he is what I consider to be a social media expert. There are a lot of experts. There are a lot of books out there now. There's a lot of people telling everybody you got to be, you know, online, social, doing all these things. Yet, there's a lot of people that aren't doing it effectively or correctly or they create something and they don't understand the search engine optimization required behind it and so where you know ron you how'd you learn all this just by doing 
Well, yeah, I learned on the street. And I think a lot of times, I mean, I've, I've been to some of your classes at TMCC. I've helped Brett Simmons at UNR, the branding classes. I've, you know, a lot of, I've been to Sacramento, San Francisco, you know, to, to speak. And I think a lot of these people, that's, that's why they bring me in is because here's the guy on the street that's actually doing it. So they, they use me as a real world example. So I did learn on the street. So part of it was actually because of the correction, here I am, lost everything. And I was a luxury home marketing person uh, specializing in you know million plus dollar homes and that market dried up. So I thought, okay, I don't have any money for marketing. How can I get people to me? So I learned what they call organic SEO. So not paying to have search engine optimization, actually, you know, using keywords, using blogs, using YouTube and things like that. So I learned and I subscribed to Matt Cutts' blog, who's the head engineer at Google, and read a lot of stuff. And frankly, I learned most of my social media and most of my YouTubing and SEO on YouTube, ironically. Because, get this, YouTube, 90% of the views, believe it or not, are ed for educational purposes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, crazy. You, you wouldn't think the other 10% are all those cats out there, but 90% uh, are for educational <laughs> Yeah, dog and cats probably lead the top of the chart. But, I mean, anymore, you think about it. What's If something breaks in your home or on your car or what, the first thing, what's the first thing we do? We go out and Google it and go, how do I fix my cupboard door? You know? <laughs> and sure enough, there's going to be a video. That's right. In fact, I tried to fix my dishwasher the other day using YouTube, and I, I must have been a conspiracy with the repair company. I screwed it up so much, I actually made it worse. But you're right. There is literally everything. And, you know, you can be the expert that has a series of videos, these how-to videos. And, you know, this is a little bit different of a topic, but once you become the expert and you get a lot of hits, Google actually pay you and you actually make money off of, off the Google AdWords because, of course, Google owns YouTube. So you can make money off of your YouTube channel. I mean, there's basically a millionaire a day gets made off of YouTube off of their videos. There's a Jenna Marbles of the world. She's just a teenager that talks about her life. Our very own Bushman from San Francisco, Pier 39, died with millions of dollars owed from YouTube because his viral uh, videos and mm -hmm. stuff. He's the guy that shakes the bushes and scares the tourist. Well, but one of the things that, you know, I also find quite interesting, and I'm sure that others who are professionals, who've spent a lot of years, you know, becoming the expert in their profession or their field of work, and now we've got everybody and their brother claiming to be that expert. So if I'm a consumer out there, I mean, what would you caution me? Do Is there a way to do more due diligence on this? Per I mean, simple things like, how do I fix X versus you should, you know, move into estate planning or how you buy a million dollar luxury home or all those things. And so there has to be some caution, too. I agree. There, there has to be some caution. And, you know, they're just like YouTube, anywhere on the Internet, you have to watch it. There's people out on YouTube with an agenda. The people will figure you out really quick because you'll see the guys that have the genuine views. Well, just the other day, I bought a helicopter, and we'll talk about that later, one of those drone helicopters, just wonderful. And I've been watching the heck out of YouTube. And there's this one Australian guy. He has a lot of views, and he walks you through beginning to end. I mean, he'll teach you how to do a water landing, you know, with one of these things if you want. And, you know, so he takes you from beginner to end, and he's very viral in that sphere. So you can really drill down and teach people what they want to do. And then with YouTube, if you're in a business, you want that call to action. Make sure 
your website and your phone number is in that description and you want it in there pretty fast. You can also make the whole entire YouTube a hyperlink where you can tell them to click on the video at any time and it'll go to your site. A lot of people don't realize that. Right. Well, and that's key. It's, you know, it's from the traditional marketing perspective, if we call it traditional, having a a solid website, a great website, having these instruction or educational videos only adds to it, right? You have to have other presence online as well, depending on your particular market, but you can't just do one unless you're trying to show me what a great looking dog you have, right? (laughs) Right, yeah. And I do get a lot of hits on my dog videos, by the way. So Bo is actually and an sitting in front star. of that million dollar home you're trying to sell. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I, of course, when the sellers say that, I deny that it's my dog. Of course. Right. So you know, it's 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 important that you do that, and also it's it's a lot of branding 101 slash reputation management. Really, if you're a business, let's say you're a restaurateur, for example. You really want to own not just the first page, the first three pages. You want Yelp back there on the fourth and fifth pages. Granted, you know, you'll get a lot of good Yelp reviews, but you get a lot of bad ones, you know. So social media and Internet Marketing 101 is is you want your maps of the business keyworded properly. You want your YouTube video. You want your blogs. You know, little things like that will, will keep you on that first page a lot, a lot of little tricks you can do to control your presence and you want your business and yourself and sometimes your clients on google alerts so if anything's ever said about you you know right off the bat and you can go out and put out that fire all right well a lot to know and a lot to learn and thank you for being here and sharing but we have to go to break so when we come back we're going to pick up on this conversation with ron bell and find out more of what we don't know about online and YouTube and all that cool stuff and your helicopter. Oh, yeah, that's fun. (laughs) I've only crashed it three times now. This is Joe Carlin from San Diego, California. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill's Incorporate and Grow Rich is a definitive classic about the importance of incorporation and how to incorporate for maximal financial benefit. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Sarah Brown from Las Vegas. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she really helps give the Nevada small business community um, direct access to resources and great information that they need to grow their small businesses. Sherry Hill is the small business owner's best friend. Welcome back to the Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. Where's your phone? In your purse or coat pocket? On the table in front of you? in your hands because you're reading a book or playing a game? If you're in a public space, look around. Almost everybody is using their phone. Some may actually be talking to someone, most likely scrolling Facebook, tweeting their whereabouts, playing a game, or watching a video. If it's not a phone, 
It's a tablet. It's estimated by the end of this year, there will be more mobile subscriptions globally than there are people on the planet. We're talking billions. The eyeballs marketers want to reach, the ones belonging to people who make purchasing decisions and who have money to spend, are spending increasing amounts of time on social media sites. As a business owner, you have to learn how to divide your marketing campaigns into three categories, traditional, digital, and social. My guest today is Ron Bell, real estate broker agent by day for Coldwell Banker Select, and he's an advisor and consultant of internet marketing and strategy for the Reno Social Media Group by night. Ron, Certainly in your industry, real estate, which is heavy into traditional marketing and advertising, without unfortunately a lot of creativity, in my opinion, what has it meant for you, a true champion for social media marketing? I mean, what's it done for you? Well, it's put the client on the offensive, okay? So let me give you a perfect example. If I was to make a cold call and call that seller up or buyer, saying, hey, I'm Ron Bell, I'm the greatest realtor out there in Reno, well, they're going to put up a wall and be defensive and probably hang up and say not to call again. But if they see my video, they read my blogs, they go to my Twitter feed, and they go, wow, Ron, Sherry, or whoever knows what they're talking about, they contact me via email, text, Twitter, Facebook, phone, whatever. Now they're on the offense and they're reaching out to me and asking a favor of me. It's a much more warmer, receptive invitation. And usually the nice thing about that is you've already got their email address because they're emailing you. Well, so then and, you can get them on a drip and stuff. Well, yeah, because you're you're in a total relationship business. I mean, you know, and it's all about after the fact and the referrals later. And so people want to know who they're doing business with. This, is, this was a great opportunity for your industry to really build that relationship long before that phone call is ever made. That's right. And you and I are both teachers. It's, mm. you know, you, you, I've, I've taught with you. We've taught with each other, with different universities, community colleges. So you and I are teachers. We just love doing it. And I think that people can feel that on YouTube. And a lot of times, and I tell people, even if you don't feel comfortable in front of the camera, you can do a nice PowerPoint or pictures of your product, pictures of, of, of a dog or whatever, and you could do some stitching, and you don't even ever have to personally appear on, on YouTube, for example. So it's it's all that. It's, it's, it's giving them what they know, teaching them, and they'll, they'll really come back to you and, and ask for more. All right. Well, you mentioned in the previous segment that you bought a helicopter, a drone helicopter, right? <laughs> Which, again, you're going to use, I'm sure, for fun, but also in your business. And so with the advent of the GoPro and these drones and all these things, I mean, how cool is it for you to really build the relationship, not just with you as the real estate agent, but the community? Because when we move here, we buy here, we sell here, it's community as well. That's right. And already on my YouTube channel is all the districts in Reno. I I put on my in my car. I put a tripod with a camera. I drive through what they call Midtown. You see how they got the air quotes up, Midtown. I drive through Midtown and search looking for hipsters and all that kind of stuff. And I crack a few jokes. And so you want a little humor in there too. So the Midtown video is quite funny. And I also drive through downtown Reno as well as all the subdivisions in town. So if 
if you if you're to type in Montro Homes or Montro or Arrow Creek or anything like that, you're going to see my YouTube video. The nice thing about YouTube is since it's owned by Google, it is a rocket ship ride to the top of the search engines if it's keyworded properly. So I like to, you know, if somebody's from out of town, they can go there and learn about Reno and learn about these different communities. So would one of the pieces of advice you would give people, because I see this, you know, and trying to help people start businesses and all of that is, you know, they want to reach perfection before they get to just starting. And what would you recommend? Well, not to plug Nike, but just do it, right? <laughs> just do it. The What I would recommend, frankly, is as we see right there, just go get a cheap tripod. I mean, for these iPhones, for example, there were seven, eight bucks at Best Buy. The key is, you know, keeping that camera stable. That's very, very important. But, hey, a, a shaky video is better than no video at all. At least they've started something. So getting a tripod and then just actually doing it, getting that first one on there is very important. And YouTube is a very, very user-friendly site. It's one of the few sites on the Internet where they actually haven't changed their interface for us old guys, you know. Don't you hate when you just learn a site and all of a sudden they change it on you? You look at Facebook. It's always changing, you know. So YouTube is still the same old YouTube that I've always remembered. It's very user-friendly. And it's a great little site, you know. Oh, one thing I'll caution, though, is be careful for background music. I thought I'd be slick at first and, well, Grateful Dead, Friend of the Devil, right? <laughs> With Reno mentioned uh, in the song. Well, of course, when you drop that into YouTube, you get tagged for a copyright violation. And you do that enough, and they'll take away your channel. So watch out with other people's music. YouTube is pretty good about that. They'll go, well, we don't like this copyrighted music, but here's a choice of other ones that sound like that. And then you can find other vendors that have similar sounds. All right. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Ron Bell, who is a real estate broker and agent for Caldwell Bankers Select Reno. And we're talking a lot about social media, certainly YouTube, because Ron is the one that really introduced me to YouTube and the power and the benefits of it. And so through the years, I've you know started to think about how do I intentionally get a lot of this information, this education, the support out of my head and out into the hands of the consumer whether I monetize it or it's a lead into the website or a phone call or a call to action, I mean, that's critical. We don't want to just post stuff without thinking through the strategy of what is that end result. So how do you, because you're out there, you know, driving around. What is, what is your end result? What are you hoping people will do? Well, of course, I'm, I'm hoping they'll contact me and buy a house from me. That, that's the end thing. But with that said, I've got just instructional videos that have nothing to do with real estate. I, how to, how to, this is kind of sounds crazy, but this is a Nevada thing. How to clean a chucker, right? I've got on my YouTube channel, how to clean a chucker in less than two minutes by this redneck Coley Baird. And, you know, it was taking me about 20 minutes per bird. And he shows up with a bunch of them for dinner one night, and he cleans it in two minutes. And I go, Coley, we got to get you on YouTube. And that doggone thing is semi-viral. It must have 10, 12,000 hits, right? He cleans a chucker in two minutes. So there's all this stuff. Burning Man, how to pack for Burning Man, how to unpack for Burning Man, fishing tr uh, tips and tricks. So, you know, I, I do have some, again, I have a lot of different... It's a, it's a real smorgasbord on my site, but, you know, there is a lot of real estate stuff on there. So I like just helping people. It's, it's right. a good learning but, thing. But when is too much too much? When, when do we cross the line with too much 
personal or you're up there just with tons and tons of stuff that I don't know. You tell me. Boy, that is a great question. This all gets down to content is king, okay, and eyeballs. So if I just had a stale real estate channel talking about buying stuff at the courthouse steps, talking about this, talking about that, yeah, I might have 100,000, 300,000 hits if I'm lucky, right? But if I've got all this other stuff, and I've probably got maybe 340 videos out there now, something like 1.6 million views, which I don't think any realtor in the country probably has that many views, it's because of my smorgasbord of different stuff. But here's the important thing is, and, and what I tell people at the university, the students, is, and they can relate to this, is with search engines, it's, it's a lot like when you're in college trying to find a party. You're out there looking for the biggest party, right? You're driving around and you're looking for that party where people are parked up and down the street and there's a lot of activity. And that's what the search engines do. They like the eyeballs. So the search engines like to see a busy site, whether it's a busy YouTube channel or a busy blog. So really, you know, yeah, you don't want a bunch of garbage out there, but I, I just keep loading them on there because the more videos I have and the more eyeballs, the more it'll bring me traffic. Let me give you a perfect example. If you were to open a YouTube channel, a brand new YouTube channel with not, no eyeballs, no seniority, if you will, and you tagged it the exact way that Ron Bell tagged it, you're not going to get found as much as I am going to get found because I'm more of a credible source. If we were to come to Huffington Post as, as an example, if Huffington Post posts something, or they're going to get read a lot more than some blogger down the street. So it's all about how popular are you and your content. Right. But, Great but question. as you say, content is king. So it needs to be relevant, interesting, and certainly applies to your, your audience, right? Yeah. And so from the marketing perspective is who are you trying to help, who are you trying to educate, who are you trying to entertain? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I can get away with it in real estate. If you're an attorney or an accountant, you're not going to have stuff on Burning Man there. You're not going to have your dog. You're not going to have your daughter out there skiing. You know, you might be talking about statutes and maybe how to form a corporation, but it's going to be a little more business-like, accountant, things like that. You know, a perfect example of these stockbrokers are terrified with these Series 7's license. Every time we get somebody at the Real Estate Investors Club, you know, they won't let me film them and, and all that kind of stuff. The title company people are terrified. So there are certain people that are, are kind of constrained by regulatory demands as well. And even me, i got to, of course, be very careful. You know, a lot of times some of my videos and some of my blogs, I actually have you know, Candace or somebody that teaches fair housing will look at them and go, Candace, I'm not violating anything here by driving through these areas. So I have to very be very careful of what I say about different areas as well. So Well, but that adds to it because I, I do get a great little newsletter from an attorney I met years ago out of Carlsbad. And that's where she puts her personal, here's what we did this month. Here's what's going on with the kit. It's not posted out online, right? But she's still building that relationship because, again, that's what it's coming down to. We're building relationships. Yeah, and that's a good point. You can have your internet world where you're sharing with it with everybody and da-da-da. But once you've got your clients captured and they're in a newsletter, and if you're using MailChimp or something like that, and it's just an email newsletter and it doesn't does go onto your blog or anything, yeah, that's contained in that email. And you can be a little more personable and, and things like that. But, of course, you never know when somebody could you know, copy and paste that and drop that into one of their blogs or something like that. The bottom line is it's so transparent. Like you say, everybody's got a phone, they got a pad. You really got to watch what you say and do online. You know, a lot of times 
I'll hold my YouTube stuff into my computer and I'll look at it a couple times. The other day I did a Toastmaster speech that ended up uh, turning into a rant. <laughs> what you got on a soapbox? No, I got a Ron Bell soapbox. Yeah, about Tesla of all things. Go figure, right? So, and all the handouts we're giving them and building that free freeway. So, I must have looked at it three or four times, and I had my assistant look at it three or four times, as well as neutral third parties. And you know, we just thought, you know what? It's just a little bit too negative and a little bit too much of a rant to, to put on YouTube. And I, I didn't want to, you know, seem like a, a big negative. So let that stuff simmer. Is my point. Same thing with blogging. Save it to a draft. Don't ever blog or YouTube when you're hot under the collar and stuff like that. Because once that that's out there, even after you pull it, somebody might have already burned that video. We hear about that all the time with politicians and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> who's who's famous for burning all their stuff. We'll be right back. (laughs) This is Lisa Peterson from Truckee, California. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because she has been an incredible source of inspiration and support as I've been building my business over this past year. Sherry Hill is magnificent. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. Next week on The Sherry Hill Show, Carl Richards, author of The One-Page Financial Plan, is a certified financial planner and columnist for the New York Times, where his weekly Sketch Guy column has run every Monday for over five years. This unique sense of anxiety that goes along with money. Not only do we have to deal with the math and the statistics of it all, there's also something about money that's particular, and I believe that's something to do with this idea that we were never trained how to talk about it, right? Like we were always taught money, sex, politics, and religion. Those are those four things we were taught never to talk about in polite companies. And then we get there and it's really emotional. Join us next week with more from Carl Richards as you learn about your values, your happiness, and your use of money. This is Dan Pilla, author of How to Win Your Tax Audit. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is an important resource because she provides all the information small businesses need to succeed. Welcome back to the Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. This show is all about social media. It's all about YouTubing. It's all about blogging. It's all about the cool things that we can do as business owners to make sure that we are staying in front of engaged with and attracting those individuals that could be potential leads or prospects and certainly with our existing clients. My guest today, Ron Bell, is broker salesperson at Caldwell Banker Select Reno with over 20 years experience and a top listing agent. 
He's also the president of the Reno Real Estate Investors Club for many years, at least 10 that I know of. And Ron has numerous followers of his newsletters, blogs, and viral YouTube channel. In fact, you mentioned you have, what, 300 and some YouTube videos or something. So you're having a lot of fun with that. Well, let's talk about it because, you know, I work with a lot of nonprofits. Certainly there are a lot of associations and networking groups that really, I don't think, tap into the use of social media. And every time we go to the Investors Club and you always ask, how'd you hear about us? What's the number one answer? YouTube, <laughs> blogging, yeah. Right. And which brings us a, an interesting thing you always want to do, and this is true, gosh, 25 years ago when I first started selling real estate for my dad, right? How did you hear about us? Businesses forget to ask that, okay? And then you simply drop that into an Excel spreadsheet of how they heard about you, right? And sometimes you can put more gravity. Sometimes they'll tell you maybe you need to strengthen up one advertising venue, or maybe you you need to tone down another one. It just depends. So I always ask where they, they heard about me. And, and yeah, a lot of times it's somewhere on the internet, YouTube, you know, maybe a map so- somewhere, just anything blogging. But I, I do get a lot of business from YouTube, actually, you know, I've right. probably lost a lot of business too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, me. <laughs> we won't go into that. Yeah. The Burning Man. Yeah, episode, yeah. Who is this guy? But the bottom line is, so when you think about it from the nonprofit world, from the, and nonprofits include like chambers and people like that, they're pretty much way behind the curve, especially in the nonprofit world, because if anybody has a fabulous story to share utilizing YouTube, it's nonprofit organizations. Oh, absolutely. It would just be perfect for a nonprofit. And, you know, if you look at Great Basin and stuff up there, their, their conservancy, they ha- they, they've got a few out there. They're not too bad, but, boy, you could really tell a story with a YouTube video of, of how you do it. Here's, here's the start to finish, how we, you know, rehabilitate a meadow, you know, those kind of things. So, or, or the chamber, look, here, here's an opening and da-da-da. The thing is, with a lot of nonprofits, especially if it's if it's something where nobody's getting paid, it's like who wants to do this, you know? So of course, you know, if it's a, it's a somebody that actually has money, you know, they all all look to the the twenty one year old with the marketing degree, and in some sometimes that's good, but you know, sometimes those twenty one year olds with a marketing degree don't have the business sense that somebody may you know with a little little more experience have too. So you got to watch. I've seen Fortune five hundred companies leave their whole entire social media presence with a 21-year-old, 23-year-old, something like that. Well, because we assume that since they've been attached almost at birth, right, to a phone or an iPad or something, not so much the 21-year-old, but certainly close, that they should know all this. But as you know, and as I certainly don't know, because as the more I understand and realize that, you know, the coding and the knowledge and the SEO and all the pieces that go with an effective social media marketing plan, right? There has to be a plan behind this. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Because we just don't want to throw stuff out there without the proper you know headlines so people can find us and the calls to action do we want them to show up do we want to pick up the phone 
And then, of course, especially in, you know, retail and restaurants where, you know, the service is, is constantly under scrutiny, the food is under scrutiny, and people go out there and they post these comments, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, what happened? Did they come to my business? <laughs> I, you know, and so what do you want to share about that? Because that's part of the strategy. What do we do if? Yeah, what do you do if, and again, that's we, we talked about in the first segment, I believe, is keeping your business on Google Alerts. And that's very important. So you can go on to Yelp. And so somebody does, a restaurant, as an example, does give a bad review. You could go on, well, geez, I talked to the server that was there that day. And he said it was really this. And we're very sorry. And you always want to do, you know, feel felt found, right? So, so really, look, come on back. We'll make it good. You know, direct message me. Call me on my own number. We'll get this resolved. Be careful, though, that they're not somebody just, you know, looking for a free dinner also. So you got to be careful, you know, the Hyatt thing. I used to work at the Hyatt, and, boy, you just stub your toe, and, and next thing you know, you got a comp, comp room. So you got to, you know, don't just buckle over to everybody because you'll get people just wanting free meals. I've seen that backfire on people. A lot of times, look, come on in, uh, buy a drink. I'm sorry you had a bad experience. A lot of times that second time around, then you can ask them, okay, hey, by the way, buddy, can you go in and patch that up a little bit or something like that? Because... You know, they'll, they'll, if they know that that's you posing, and by the way, people don't realize this, but uh, Yelp, um, as far as I've gathered on the internet, is a keystroke pattern. And not only is it, is it your internet protocol address, but it's also a keystroke pattern. So a lot of times, if you're a business owner, they're talking bad about somebody else or glamorizing your own business, Yelp will know. This is Sherry Hill, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Ron Bell who is broker salesperson at Coldwell Banker Select Reno. And, of course, we've been talking about utilizing all the great tools and everything that you can do as a business owner to jump into the social media bandwagon because it's here, it's not going away, and we can't even imagine what's going to come down the pipe in the next year or two. So you got to be in training right now for all of this. But, but Ron, you make, you make a good point because, you know, people think, okay, well, you know, Sherry and Ron are saying, let's go out and create a YouTube video. Good. Yes. Yes, you want to do that. But you also want to start thinking, is there a purpose behind it? Do you want to build a series of educational pieces? Do you want to have a theme? Do you need to build a brand? What is the purpose behind all of that? Really good point. So like any marketing, you want to have not just a marketing blueprint. Now, within your marketing blueprint, you can have social media as some of your marketing. But now you've got a blueprint within a blueprint. So, okay, for social media, now of the social media, I'm going to go out and do YouTube. And actually, I don't know if I've ever told you about mind mapping, but these mind maps are amazing. Basically, a mind map is, is, a, is an expanding and contracting schematic. So you hit plus and it goes, so you go social media, you go plus, okay, there's YouTube plus. And then when I open up my YouTube part of the schematic, it's going to go, okay, here's my plan for YouTube, right? And then as part of my marketing, I'm going to also maybe on the mind map go, okay, for WordPress blog, here's what I want to blog about. And you kind of hold yourself accountable that way if you make a social media plan for the year, for the month, it's relative to your business. Here's what I want to do on Facebook, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Make sure on Facebook, of course, you have your own personal Facebook and your business Facebook. There's two different things. Typically on Facebook, 
you want 80-20, the 80-20 rule. 80% of your stuff on your personal, you're talking about personal with maybe 20%. Like, wow, I had such a good experience selling these people a home, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe a picture of them with a, you know, sold sign or something like that. But you're not doing that all the time, okay? No different on your business page on Facebook or your business channel on YouTube, for example, you want to come back to 20% that, wow, Sherry's a real person. She's doing fun stuff. So, so you always want to mix a little bit of business with personal so they see the real you. Mm-hmm. No, I like that mind map idea because if, you know, certainly you're someone that you're an expert in your field, your profession, your industry, and really your goal is to help people understand how to be better decision makers around your area of expertise, then, you know, kind of building a plan out that says, you know, over the course of the next six months, I want to hit these five topics, which means, you know, we got to video these and, you know, a little bit of editing or whatever makes way more sense to me than just randomly throwing a bunch of stuff up there that doesn't really help people build a relationship with you. Oh, exactly right. And, you know, take baby steps. You know, you can you can go and go, this is my long-term plan, but for this month, I'm going to focus on YouTube and get that, that going. The next month, okay, let's get our Facebook going. The next month, you know, maybe Twitter. Now, keep in mind, Twitter, even though you hear a lot about it, It's really kind of still that sphere for athletes, celebrities, politicians, teenagers now are all on Twitter. Look, if I meet somebody in an open house, are they really going to follow me on Twitter? Okay. So for realtors, it's it's kind of okay. But for other businesses, let's say you you have a basketball team here here in town, right? Or or any kind of basketball team at the UNR or football team. Twitter's great for stuff like that. Twitter, I've always said it would be great for emergency service personnel or something, you know, a Twitter alert, like a reverse 911 or something like that. So certain businesses are going to work good in certain spheres of social media and certain businesses are not going to be applicable. So watch the Twitter thing, I guess, is my point. It can be overrated with certain businesses. I think with mortgage brokers and realtors, our profession, you know, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I've, I've got a little bit of business and I do tweet. And I and I tag it pretty good, but I, I haven't you know I haven't got the results I'd like. Now I've I've got friends that I've mentored and stuff, and, and athletes, for example, uh, a, a basketball player down for the Sacramento Kings. I've got him set up on his Twitter accounts and tens of thousands of followers, right? Because it's great for people like that because they want to know what that person's doing, right? And they can tweet it out in five or six letters, right? You know, Ron Bell. Hey, I just showed a house. Does that is no, that really that exciting care, for Twitter? Ron. We don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's a great point because people have the feeling that they have to be overwhelmed around social media, and it's like not everything is applicable. You know, what makes sense for your prospects, your clients, and then deliver on that. And don't get all caught up in you got to be everywhere and everything to everybody. So good point. We have to go to break. We come back. We're going to pick up and finish this conversation on the benefits of (laughs) social media marketing. Stick with us. Hi, this is Bob Berg, co-author of The Go-Giver and author of Adversaries Into Allies, and you're listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? 
Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? Like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Next week on The Sherry Hill Show, my guest will be Carl Richards, financial planner and author of The One-Page Financial Plan. He is also a columnist for Morningstar Magazine and a contributor to Yahoo Finance. Our biggest fears, the thing that keeps us up at night, are all kind of wrapped up in money. It's serious business. And so to me, my whole goal was to make this a little bit easier and walk people through the steps, break it down to simple discussions and simple questions you could have to start making some progress, particularly for people who feel like there might be no hope. Listen to the entire thought-provoking interview with Carl Richards, financial planner and author of the one-page financial plan next week here on The Sherry Hill Show. This is Ron Bell from Reno Real Estate Investors Club. You are listening to The Sherry Hill Show. Sherry Hill is important to me because, well, Sherry helps me out so much, I can actually call Sherry for any corporate questions, LLC questions, forming a trust. She's been a speaker for us at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. She helps me out in a lot of personal and professional questions and just a great, positive person, really like Sherry. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Welcome back to the Sherry Hill Show, doing everything possible to spark and fuel your entrepreneurial dreams. Now, here's your host, Sherry Hill. My guest today, Ron Bell, is the broker salesperson at Coldwell Banker Select Reno with over 20 years experience in the real estate business and is an investor and investment coach. So you'd think we'd been talking about real estate all day, but no, we're even not. We're talking about social media because Ron is an awesome example of someone who really tackled when it first was coming out, the use of social media, blogs, YouTube, Facebook, all those things. I watched him just explode online. That's why I invited him here today, because I want to learn from him. And if there was ever a YouTube coach, Ron would be my YouTube coach. So, <laughs> so thank you for being here and sharing with us today. Our position is have a bit of a plan, understand what you're doing, understand why you're doing it, and then really how do you focus in on what should be the priority or what should I do as the business owner to really capitalize on this meeting? I think one of the first things you got to do, and it's free, very easy to do, is create your Bing map and your Google map so people can find you, okay? But you also want to have a little bit of keywords in there. Your business, for example, might be Sage International, comma, Nevada Corporations, right? So it's a little bit of both. If they're looking for Sherry Hill, they're going to find you. If it's a Nevada Corporation, they're going to find you, right? Right. Or if it's a downtown restaurant, you're going to go, you know, Bakke's 
Italian restaurant Reno, for example. So you got those keywords in there. So map would be very important. So the map is key. That way your customers can find you. There's a nice map and that's mobile friendly nowadays too. Then get your business on Google Alerts and your competitors on Google Alerts. So if something said about you or your competitors, you're notified. That can be instantly. It can be once a day, once a week, once a month. You tell Google how to do it. And that's just going and open up a Google account is, is very easy. And of course, we all know Facebook. You want a Facebook business and you want a Facebook personal okay the business one you can have now custom you can do what's called iframing so the facebook business can mirror your website so when they're on facebook it has a, a similar look and feel and any good webmaster can do that for you and like we talked about earlier you keep it 80 percent uh, business maybe 10 20 percent personal on your business and vice versa on the personal YouTube, we talked about that earlier. That's pretty easy to get started as well. That's just a matter of doing it. Typically, you want to keep your videos three minutes or less, okay? I got some pretty long ones on there, but generally three minutes or less, you're going to lose them. And even now, you know, minute and a half. So if I'm someone in a business where a lot of FAQs or education or things like that, I do want to create those longer videos. Maybe they're hosted on my website, but the intro in, and if you want to learn more, click here, right? So, I mean, it, we're not saying don't create the content. It's just... How do you want to finish that? I got one word for that. It's called playlist, okay? So let me use your exact videos as a perfect example. So when you spoke at the Reno Investors Club, playlist number one, which I might have done. And by the way, YouTube will only take 15 minutes of videos anyhow until you get an extended user license, right? And your file sizes are through the roof. So you don't want too long of any single video, right? And you always want them buffered down so they load to internet speed. High quality res does you no good on YouTube, by the way. Mm -hmm. So three, four, five minutes, 10 minutes at the most. And then you go, okay, how to form a corporation on, uh, in Nevada, you know, playlist number one, video number one. Video number two is how to form um, an LLC. And maybe playlist number three is how to do a series LLC, right? Playlist number four would be how to form a trust. But it was really all one presentation. So now what I'm doing now is you'll find that each of those little individual videos act in and of themselves so their own little animal there. So they might just go look at that one little snippet that you re-keyworded, but they might watch the whole playlist one right after another. So a playlist will go seamlessly from one video to another. Mm, good point. Yeah, and that's point. what we're doing today, by the way. This will all be a playlist. So right. it's very, very good to know. Okay. The other thing would be, of course, uh, blogging. If you, if you want to blog, and not all businesses have to blog. And again, what we're talking about here today, folks, is some of this is, is relevant to some businesses. Some might be relevant. So you guys got to find out what works. Blogging is very good in real estate because I can tell people what I want. And I do I always put keywords in there, real estate this, Reno real estate that, Reno homes that. But you don't want to do what's called keyword stuffing. You don't want to stuff it with keywords because then you'll get penalized by the search engines, typically 15, 20% of your content at the most. Let me, let me ask you a question on blogging. So if you are, again, someone in an industry where there's a lot of other experts out there, isn't part of the whole blogging experience that I tap into these other experts, share their blogs, forward their blogs, so we're connecting across the board. Very good point. 
so there's a couple things nowadays they call link sharing. You also call blog rolling. So you can link out, and Google, by the way, especially likes you to link out to relevant topics. So if I'm linked to another real estate site in Seattle or one in San Jose, that's very relevant. With you, if you're you're linked out to somebody forming a corporation in you know Delaware or whatever, and you guys are sharing information, Google loves to see that back and forth sharing of link sharing, blog rolling, whatever you want to call that, right? So that's very important. And then Twitter can actually act as a liaison for sharers of blogs and sharers of YouTube. So if you get into, that's why you see these hashtags, you know, for example, pound Reno real estate. So there could be a bunch of different bloggers blogging about Reno real estate using the hashtag pound Reno real estate. And so that's a, a kind of a collective of everybody's different blogs and YouTubes and stuff. Right. So Twitter's a good conduit for that. If you are struggling to create content, then this is a great way to go out and find out who's in your industry, who's talking about it, who's got interesting stuff around it, and shine a light on them for a little bit, because all it's going to do is attract people back to you in the end. This is Sherry Hill. You're listening to The Sherry Hill Show with guest Ron Bell, and he is broker salesperson at Coldwell Banker Select Reno, and we've been talking about how he's really utilized and is mastering the social media world and sharing that with us today. You know, you want to be the sharer of information and, and helping out and, you know, educating and helping and stuff. But don't forget the call to action. That's the, that's the biggest thing I see in so many videos and so much YouTubing and blogging and this and that, where it's like, how do I get a hold of this person? Contact information, contact information, contact information, whether it's your website, Twitter, blogs, YouTube. You've got to have that contact information in there. And you want that pretty much in that first line. So yeah. good, good uh, segue into what's your contact information. You can actually Google me, believe it or not. I have one of the top, that top most hundred popular names. Just Google Ron Bell Reno. I'm not the Ron Bell attorney from Albuquerque. He's a DUI attorney. And the irony is he got arrested for DUI. So I'm not that Ron Bell. But no, Ron Bell Reno, you can get a hold of me, ronbellrealtor.com. My phone number is 775 750 5256. Or pretty much all the venues we talked about, Facebook, Twitter, blogging, whatever. Quickly, the blogging, you got to make sure you're on WordPress and you use your own server. That way you can get found by the search engines. Don't use their server. You want your own server with a good domain name that reflects the name of your business or the, your, the type of business you're in, a keyword. Awesome. And very quickly, let's talk, uh, let's plug the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. And for our listeners in Vegas, there's also a sister club down there. Absolutely. Yeah. The Las Vegas Real Estate Investors Club. I believe Steve Hawks is still running that, uh, you know, very popular mortgage broker down there. So, you know, look him up on Google and they have a wonderful meeting venue there. And then, of course, our group, the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, meets the first Tuesday of every month at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Great. Well, thank you, Ron, for being here. That was awesome. A lot of fun. Learned a lot, as usual, from you. And certainly, you hit it right on the head. You want to find Ron Bell, just Google him. And, you know, that's a great <laughs> thing to say. That is a lot of power to be able to say. Yeah. And that's kind of what we, the uh, idea was today. Awesome. All right. Well, we've got to go. We'll catch up next week. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show. And tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show.
This is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Are you looking for great values on a real estate or mortgage transaction? Listen to our show, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Deal with professionals that you know, like, and trust. Sunday afternoons at 4 p.m., KLAV, 1230 a.m., the talk of Las Vegas.